niece's uncle and brother Charles's brother, uh, Ronnie. He's got a bad case of pneumonia. He's at the nursing home. And doctors were talking about how critical ill he was. I went over and checked on him, and he's sitting up in the sunroom. Prayers were already being answered. We were talking back and forth. I said, Ronnie, you got any girlfriends around here? No. And all them women that are sitting around him going, yes, he does. He's got more than one. <laughs> oh, gosh, and we laughed over that. I'm glad God is faithful. I believe, I, you know, I'm glad I served a God that I can feel this morning. Amen. I serve a God that can answer prayer. Yeah. And a God that takes care of us despite our wicked ways. Amen. What do you mean, preacher? I'm a Christian. Yeah, but you're wicked too. Amen. Well, you know what I mean. Our righteousness is just as filthy rags according to the scripture. None of us are, are, are perfect this morning. I'm glad I'm forgiven. Amen. Numbers chapter 13 and verse 30. If you would kindly let's stand together for reading of God's word and prayer for the message. Let this verse really take hold because this is the only verse we're probably going to read this uh, from this particular chapter this morning. But everything that I want to say is really uh, encompassed around this particular verse. Numbers chapter 13 and verse 30. And the Bible says, And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, Let's go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. I thank God for the word of truth today. You can be an overcomer in Jesus Christ. You understand that today. But if you don't find, if you don't, find anything in this message other than this, please take this with you. You can overcome anything in this world with the help of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Young people, when the devil or this world tells you that you're nothing, you're not going to be anything, and you're not going to get anything accomplished, let me tell you that God still gives the desires of your heart and he still can move mountains. He can still do things with great faith in your life that others will never believe. Amen. I'm a walking, talking example of what God can do in a life of an individual. Amen. God changes things. But we have to have faith in this God that we serve. The only true God of heaven yeah. who sent his only begotten son, yeah. Jesus Christ, to die for us. Amen. I want to preach to you this message. I've just entitled it, The Value of Faith. The Value of Faith. Let's pray. Father in heaven, God, we thank you for your moving. Lord, the way the Holy Ghost moved this morning, Lord, we still feel your presence. And God, I just thank you so much for what you do for us and what you're going to do. And Lord, I pray that you would add your blessings to your word. God, I need your strength this morning. Father, I pray that you would undergird me with spirit and power from above. Lord, I need to speak truth unto your people. And I need your help more than ever today. For Lord, there may be someone in our presence does not know you as Lord and Savior. Never made that profession of faith. 
But God, I pray today would be the day that their faith would become reality. And they would realize that a Savior died for them. Then they don't have to go to hell. But they can go to a place called heaven that's being prepared as we speak. And God, I'll surely thank you for what you do. In Jesus' name, we do humbly ask and pray. Amen and amen. This is a very familiar piece of scripture this morning. Uh, that we're reading prior verses you can read uh, uh, where the children of Israel have been freed. Uh, they've been freed from Egyptian bondage and they're on their way to the land that God has promised them. The promised land of Canaan. And they are wandering in this wilderness because of their disobedience. They're wandering in this uh, uh, wilderness because of their lack of faith. And not wanting to follow the plan of God. And not wanting to follow God's man Moses and the high priest uh, by the name of Aaron. They come up toward uh, this land of Canaan. And Moses himself sends twelve men into the land of Canaan to check out the land and bring back a report unto the people. Ten of the twelve men came back and said the land was too difficult to conquer. We cannot overcome it. But Jacob, but uh, Caleb and Joshua came back with a different report. It was a report of faith. May I remind you today, please do picture this, get it in your mind. Unbelief, my friend, will cause you much difficulties in yeah. your life. Unbelief reigned in the camp and the, 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 the report of faith was rejected. And here we look at the report of faith and note that some of its great features that we're going to see here just out of this one particular verse. But just to continue with this background, of the scripture uh, we see the speaker here being Caleb Caleb was a godly man a man whose faith in God was great uh, and he was the spokesperson for the minority report uh, and had the courage to speak out through uh, uh, Though although he was outnumbered he continued to speak unto the people the truth of faith uh, folks listen don't always take the majority report uh, and believe that it's true because you know there might be some unfaithfulness in that group but there was those two men by the name of Caleb and Joshua that came back with the great news of saying we can overcome we can be an overcomer we can go and take that land but the ten that went those other ten the spies that came back and they were basically saying nope I don't believe we can do it they, they're, they're, they're huge people over there the walls are, are, are guarded and the walls are huge there's no way that we can get through those walls and conquer that land but unlike the majority report the minority report it was not given deceitfully it was truthful it was factual and it did not pervert the facts it did not exaggerate it gave emphasis to the difficulties that it may take place uh, but it did not contradict the story of the truth and the faith that was taking place it was an honest uh, and a sincere uh, report uh, the majority of the report of course the majority gave their report first uh, and it, isn't it often the same way in life the minority report the truth always has to take a back seat on the bus uh, may I say there's nothing wrong with truth this morning uh, we ought to be truthful about things uh, 
we ought to tell the truth. Uh, uh, there's a couple of things that really irks me in this life in which I walk. Uh, and that's somebody, one, that'll lie to me. And number two, somebody that'll steal from me. Amen. And I believe that's pretty much the understanding of, of just about any child of God. Uh, they understand and know the importance of being honest with a man uh, and being truthful with a man uh, and increasing our faith uh, with one another. And that is the object of this message this morning. Uh, I hope and pray that by the time this service is over that you'll have a better understanding of knowing uh, uh, that your faith in Christ is real uh, and you can have faith that will move mountains. Uh, you can have faith that can rebuke cancer. Uh, you can have faith that can receive Christ as your Savior. Uh, you'll have faith that can touch the lame. Uh, you'll have faith that will change the circumstances uh, that is in your life. Uh, but my friend, how many times uh, have we looked upon people uh, that are in terrible situations uh, and they have a lack of faith uh, and that, that lack of faith brings them down spiritually. It brings them down to a point to where they don't understand anything. This life is not a bed of roses. This life is not always going to be a great splendor. But may I say with the Lord Jesus Christ He'll always give you the strength to bear it. He'll always give you the strength to continue to go forward. But you have to have faith in knowing that God is going to take care of you. And faith in knowing that you through your faith can move those obstacles in your life uh, that come your way uh, and I'm here to tell you once you feel like you're on your spiritual high that's when the world comes along and the devil too uh, and they try to knock you off your, off your spiritual high horse uh, and tries to discourage you and tries to bring you down uh, and tries to get you to doubt your salvation and tries to get you to doubt the power of a living God uh, folks if you'd have been in here uh, last Sunday morning you'd have heard people stepping up and popping up all over the church house talking about how God's delivered and how God's saved and how God has took away things in their life was speaking medically like cancer and all other types of things that God has healed from and he's done that just in the last few weeks and that right there ought to increase your faith the things that this church sitting right here off of Interstate 85 and Highway 221 in Spartanburg, South Carolina what God has allowed this place to do and what God has allowed the people to be a part of is amazing in itself and what God has done is amazing and what God is allowing us to see done is amazing and what God is going to continue to do is going to continue to be amazing God gave me this just the other week we serve a big God we ought to have a big vision and we ought to have big expectations now listen I wish every pew in the place was filled this morning but listen it doesn't take a church a slam full of people to see great things from a mighty God Amen. we're just a small part of it huh? the first thing I want you to see in this scripture in verse 30 is that faith brings peace faith brings peace for you can see in the scripture in verse 30, the Bible says, Caleb stealed the people. 
Now, why did the people need to be still? Well, it was because of the report of unbelief that was just given first. It upset the people. Listen, when a false report comes your way, it upsets people. Hey, sometimes when true reports come your way, it upsets people. Steve, I can imagine how you felt when the doctor looked at that x-ray and told you and your family and said, Look here, I believe that you've got cancer in your lungs. I'm sure that upsets you. I'm sure it upsets your wife. I'm sure it upsets your mother. I'm sure it upsets your sister. But you know what? Caleb here still the people. What happened in your situation? God came along and stilled you. Because I'm here to tell you, when we gathered over here that morning and we anointed that man, with all like the Bible says he says call upon the elders of the church anoint the head with all and the prayer of the faithful will save the sick that's what the book of James chapter 5 tells us and we done it no power brother Floyd in our hands but we know of the power of a mighty hand of God and something took place right here and right there and you know what happened they were stilled they got peace they got peace from it why because all of a sudden they got a bad report but yet now they've got a good report of hope and they've got a good report that hey God can take care of this thing and that's just the way that we ought to understand and know God's love and God's grace and faith in him because it brings peace that surpasses all understanding it stilled them because Caleb spoke with faith faith marvelously will steal the soul of a person When troubles overwhelm your soul, faith can bring a calmness that will calm the most upset person in this world. Especially faith brings that calmness in salvation. I remember January 3 of 93 and a couple of weeks before that, before I got saved. I was sitting there and I didn't have any peace in my heart. I was scared to death that I was going to die and go to hell before the invitation was given. Yet there were several services I rejected Christ, although he was calling. Every service I'd sit in that pew, uh, my hands would grab a hold of the back of it. Uh, a conviction would ki- just get tearing at my heart so bad I couldn't stand it. And then that day of January 3 of 93, I decided to give my heart to Jesus. And when I, in faith, accepted Christ, Brother Joe, all the fear of death left me. All the fear of dying and going to hell left me. Why? Because there is a God in heaven that forgave me of my sins. There's a God in heaven that took away that pain of my past. There's a God in heaven that forgave me of everything that I had done wrong in my life and gave me a clean slate or wrote my name in the Lamb's book of life and afforded me a place in heaven to live forever. If I do not make it to the service tonight, don't you worry about me. I'll be with Jesus. Hey, if I don't make it to the service next Sunday morning, don't you worry about me. I'll be with Jesus. Oh, preacher, y'all for confident of that today. Hey, listen, I've got faith of knowing what God's Word says that my sins have been thrown as far as the east is to the west uh, and buried in the deepest parts of the sea uh, he covered me and washed me in his blood uh, and I've got a home uh, in heaven uh, with my name on it amen I'm here to tell you faith will bring you peace but unbelief will bring you a time of trouble and it'll bring you a time of intranquility or untranquility 
In other words, you won't be peaceful. You won't be tranquil. You won't be peace. You won't be at peace with things. That's what lack of faith will do for you. Some people can't get enough faith because they can't come to church long enough to listen to the word of God. Hello? I know you'd get quiet right there. You know when, you, you know when your faith will incur... You know how, now listen. There's a few things you don't pray for. Don't pray for patience for one. Really, honestly. And the reason I say that is because you never realize or will know that God may actually answer that prayer and give you patience, but you might not like how God gives you that patience. If you're down in your back and you can't do for yourself and you're laying on a bed for six months and you're having someone to, uh, uh, to take you to the bathroom or bring you a pan or whatever you need to do or, and having to feed you and you can't get up and you can't go, oh, you'll, be, you'll get patience real quick. You may be sitting there all alone and can't do anything for yourself. Looking up at nothing, you can't see nothing but God because that's, he's trying to get your attention. But see, we, we, we've got to increase our faith, church. Listen. Uh, they're, they're, there's too much of this prosperity stuff going on. They're trying to spread a bunch of propaganda and lies about this, that, and the other. Listen, let me say this today. Just increase your faith in Christ and you'll see great things in your life. Amen. He'll give you the peace that surpasses all understanding. Listen, I can go. To, listen, I went to bed last night. I had no worries in this world. Listen, I'm here to tell you. I, it's not that I don't worry about things because I do. It, it's not that I don't think about things because I do. But when I go to bed at night, I can pillow my head knowing that it's in the hands of a living God and it will be taken care of. Amen. Amen. We've got to have that kind of faith. We've got to have. We got to have faith. Now I don't listen. I've got faith that this is a fake pumpkin. I'm not going to cut this thing open and get the seeds out and bake them up like my daughter did the other day. And them things was good. You need to make me some more. And, 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 and we're not going to carve it out or anything like that because it's not real. I've got faith in believing that that's not real. There's things in this world that's not real that will present themselves to you as real. Amen. But what I'm trying to say is this. Have faith of knowing what is real and what's not real. And have faith of knowing that God can give you the peace that you need in your life to make it through another day. No matter, Steve, what the report says. Hey, we're, we're already shouting and rejoicing because we believe we know what God's done done. And we know what the, 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 the doctors are already saying. But we need faith. Amen. We need faith. Listen, the greatest faith that you'll ever have is believing that a man was sent from heaven by God himself, being the Lord Jesus Christ, someone that you cannot see in the flesh, someone that you may not can hear with your ear, someone that you just believe because the book says it's true. May I say we ought to have faith today to know that everything in this book is truth. Amen. Everything from the very beginning to the very end is truth today. And we need to understand that and we didn't know that and that's how I learned about my Savior Jesus Christ uh, oh listen I may not can see him with my visible eye today but I can see his creation uh, and I can see the things and his hand move on many things uh, I may not can hear him in an audible voice today but I can hear him speaking to my heart uh, he is alive and well uh, he is still sitting at the right hand of the father waiting on the father to say come and get my children we need to have that faith today where it will bring you peace 
And what, listen, a day that we live in, which there's no peace at all, if you ask most people. And the truth is, there isn't outside of the peace of Christ. Faith produces peace. But number two, faith produces passion. Look at verse number 30. After Caleb stealed the people, he said, let's go up at once. In other words, he says, let's go do this. We can do it. When faith is present, it'll inspire you to be honest and earnest and prompt in your action. Caleb's faith gave him zeal. It had no use for, he had no use for procrastination, but urged prompt action. Faith will stir your heart into action for God. The critics who live in unbelief will criticize your zeal and oppose it and call it some type of fanaticism and other reproachful names this morning. But Unbelief will kill your zeal for the things of the Lord. Unbelief can get excited about earthly things. But when God is involved, unbelief begins to lose its zeal. And your faith begins to gain that zeal. And the reason the many of our churches don't do much for the Lord is because the people lack zeal for God's work. And they don't have a whole lot of faith. I'll be honest with you. I had many a people when we were trying to pay this place off in such a short period of time. We tried, we, we prayed unto God. Brother Joe, we knowed what God told us. Brother Brian, we knowed what God said to us. And we understood and knew exactly uh, what the Lord wanted us to do. Uh, but be honest with me, and I'll ask you to raise your hand. How many really believe that, uh, how many believe that we could not get it done in five weeks? Be honest. Several of you. But there ain't no way you're going to do it. Ain't no, ain't no way. And if the, if the truth be told today, there's probably of you some sitting there that was scared to raise your hand because you didn't believe it either. Right? Be honest. Be honest. But you know what? Faith. All it took was faith. It took faith and obedience in a risen Savior. I'm talking about it. Listen, if we can believe that a God that we cannot see and a God that we cannot hear, if we believe that that God can save us and build us a place in heaven and forgive us of our sins, how come can we not believe that God can't do anything else? He can do it all. Great faith. Oh, oh, God's never going to save so. I've heard this so many times. God's never going to save so and so. God's never going to do this. God's never going to do that. Listen, you don't know what God's going to do. Where is your faith at this morning? Let's believe that God can save every name on that cross and then some. Amen. Let's believe that God can do it. And let's do it with a passion. Knowing that people are dying and on their way to hell without Jesus. We need to understand that our faith will produce passion. He said, let's go up at it it once let's go take on it let's go take on the city let's go overtake it we can do this I was in revival somewhere and Brian got up here uh, so well and he said look we can do this we serve an almighty God we can do this never to mind that God owns the cattle on a thousand hills anyway in other words he owns it all amen Faith produces passion. But thirdly, faith provides possessions. He says, let's go up at it at once and let's possess it. See, faith makes us full, but unbelief makes us empty. The land of Canaan was a working land and a wonderful land to possess. 
Some of the spies had brought back a cluster of grapes so large that it took two men to carry it. Hmm. Now, what about that? You see the picture of them? I don't know, they're Greek gods of some sort, and they're sitting over there under a shade tree. Them big clusters of grapes hanging over their head. Somebody's feeding them. This place was nothing like that. It was much better. It was much better. Listen, but our lack of faith will try to pull us down. The Israelites were unwilling to conquer the land because of the bad report. They lived in a barren wilderness for 40 years. 40 years! Little did they know that they could have made the journey in 11 days. 11 days. Moses was following the Lord. God had them pretty much going in circles for 40 years because of their disobedience and their lack of faith. They were ready to kill Moses. They were ready to kill the high priest, Herod. We're ready to get rid of them because he's just taking us around in circles. Let's go back to Egypt. At At least we had food. They had manna. They had angel food. And they griped and complained about God's food. Oh, but God, we need some meat. God gave them so much quail, they was knee-deep in quail. So much that the quail started spoiling and getting bad and rotten. God gave them what they wanted and then some. They didn't like that either. These people were stubborn people. And they didn't have the faith that they needed to make an 11 days journey. Folks, you will not obtain much in this life and in the line of blessing from God if we don't live by faith. I had no idea who was going to be in the pews this morning. I had no idea who was going to come broken hearted. I had no idea who was going to come standing on top of the mountain. But I'm here to tell you, all of us need to increase our faith today to where we know that God is who He is and He can do exactly what He says that He can do. He provides those possessions. But fourthly, and I'll be done. I like this one. Faith gives power. For he says there in verse 30, he says, We are well able to overcome it. Faith is where the power is. It would take some great strength and power to conquer Canaan. And if the Israelites looked at their own strength and power, they would surely fail. But if they'll look at the power of God... In the, in the strength of our God, they would understand and know that they could get it done. You see, faith looks at the greatness of God's power and sees in Him the ability to conquer through a difficult task. Caleb believed God was on their side and that this would enable them to conquer the land. Unbelief only looked at its own power, which was weak at its best. But if we've got faith of knowing and believing that God can do what He said He'd do, my friend, it will, it'll happen. It'll take place. Listen, I'm not trying to be redundant. Steve's told me several times since that first little place they've looked at on his lung. I'm not worried about a thing, preacher. (laughs) After that day he got anointed right, I'm not worried about a thing. Why? He's got faith believing God's done took care of it. 
We don't know what they're going to do next week or the week after or the week after that. We don't know what's going to happen inside his body, but I know one who does. And his name's God. And my friend, when he's in charge and in control and you're believing that he can do all that he says that he can do inside the precious word of God, my friend, that moves the hand of God. I believe God takes honor in answering huge prayers. You know what? We don't ask for huge things sometimes because we don't have the faith believing that God can deliver. It took some faith to ask for that much money, Brother Joe. I told Brian, I said, my problem is I don't like asking for money. I don't like standing up here and asking for anything. For, uh, listen, people are either going to tithe or they're not going to tithe. People are either going to give or they're not going to give. I don't like asking for it. But that's why God put Brian in our lives and in this ministry. Because Brian comes up here and asks for it all and gets it. Amen, Amen. <laughs> Amen brother. You're on my Christmas list. Van <laughs> <laughs> next year, he's already proclaiming it. Hallelujah. There's nothing wrong with that. God is good. Amen. But we've got to have faith. Yeah. Our faith grows weak. Especially when you have people to stand in your face and say you're not going to be able to do it. How many times have you heard that, Jeff Floyd? How many times have I heard people stand me in my face and say, you ain't going to be able to do that? And you know what? They're probably right. I can't. <laughs> but he can. He can. He can. God can. No matter what lies in your way today. You're looking at a man that was born in terrible circumstances. A broken home. Didn't know his daddy till he was 21 years old. Never was a perfect child. But I never did get into any kind of trouble. I'm not going to tell you all the things I did. Because my mom was in the presence. But I was a sinner on my way to hell without Jesus. 21 years of age, I, I got saved. Amen. And I've wanted to live for the Lord ever since. You was there when I got saved. That's been over 25 years ago. Three or four years after that, God called me to preach. I had my own family telling me, you ain't going to be nothing. You're going to be just like your daddy. You're going to run away from your responsibilities. You ain't going to be, you ain't, you ain't, you ain't going to be nothing. This is just a phase. That's what they told me. Family. He's too young to be a preacher, much less a pastor. Ah, that won't last long. <laughs> you know what happened? The more people told me that, that I'd never get it done, the more people that told me that I wasn't going to be anything, the more that people told me that I wasn't going to be a success in anything I did made me try and believe even more that God was going to show and prove them wrong. Amen. I could have grew up and been the, the, the next drug dealer because it was all up and down on our street. I mean, literally. And this was after Cindy moved out and was married. Uh, when, when it, Literally, I could look out my front bedroom window 
And you'd see people breaking in cars. Catching cars on fire, catching houses on fire, breaking in, selling dope, selling drugs, fighting up and down the road. Yeah, I grew up on that street. Yeah. And sometimes, and I'm not trying to say this with a prideful heart, sometimes I like to look the stinking devil in the eye and say, take a look at me now. And I do not say that with pride. I say it humbly because God's done something for me. And God can do the same for you. I don't know what your desires are. I don't know what your dreams are. I don't know what your goals in life are. I don't know what your vision and your future you're looking at with your family, your future spouse, your future children. I don't know what it is. But because you're a child of the king today, you don't have to have little expectations and just hope that we do enough to make it by. You don't have to have little dreams. <laughs> My word, folks, go for the gusto. We serve a living God. Yeah. And you think he can't do that in your life and, what you, and help you do what you want to do? <clears throat> I'm here to tell you, you can. Because he's that kind of God. You may have lost people that you believe that God's not going to save. I'm here to tell you, he can. You may have a physical problem today, and you may be thinking that God's never going to touch you and help you. He can. Where is our faith? The value of faith. We need it increased this morning, amen? I want you to stand, if you would, as they come get us a song of invitation. I don't know who this message was for. But I know long about Thursday evening, God gave it to me. And I believe that God is going to use it to increase someone's faith today. I ask you to kindly bow your head and close your eyes in reverence to an almighty God. I want you to search your heart. You may be here and you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. You ought to be the first one that steps out, comes and says, you know what? I need Jesus. I know that he can forgive me. And I know that God can make a way. And I know I can do great things because of Christ. You may be here. And you have a physical ailment. Of some sort. And you, you're trying to make it through this valley that you're in. But you know that your God can touch you. But. You just need an increase of your faith and you want to come down and get that prayer answered and you want to get that increase of your faith and go forward for the cause of Christ. You may be here looking at dreams and goals in life and your faith has been grown weak. You're just asking God to do the next move to where it will help you in a great and mighty way. God can give you the dreams. God can help you do exactly what needs to be done. There's no prayer request. Nothing that you ask is too little for our God. I'm going to have a word of prayer. These people are already praying. If you've got a need, you ought to come while God's moving. Our Father in heaven, God, we love you. I pray that you'd be real to us, love us, 
Give us the desires of our heart. Increase our faith of letting us knowing that nothing can stand in the way. Dear God, what your plan is for our lives. And Lord, I'll surely thank you for all you do. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. You continue to pray. You've got that need. You come. Maybe God's done something great for you this week. You want to get on all our prayer and just thank God for it. He can help you. You sing, brother. Without Him, I could do nothing. Without Him, I couldn't do anything. Without Him, I'd be enslaved. I'd be enslaved. And without In a world of sin without Christ. Listen. Thank God I'm saved. <laughs> I'm saved and he can answer prayer. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. You know the word, sing it. Do you know him today? Do not turn him away. Oh, Jesus. Precious got time to come pray. Come on. And without him I would be dying. Without him I'd die today. And without him I'd be enslaved. And without him life would be hopeless. But God, I'm saved. Why don't you just take time to worship Him this morning, huh? I'm not ashamed. much for being here. Do remember tonight's service, 6 o'clock, we'll be at the Parkway Church. We'll be joining in with those churches uh, all there. And please, please come back. I need your help. You help me when you're here where I can preach. Amen? And Tuesday night, 7 o'clock, you will be blessed by the Lord family. They are wonderful people. And sorry, ladies, Samuel's getting married. I hate to tell you. Sorry. He has gotten engaged the last couple of weeks. 
And uh, but I believe the daughter's still available if anybody's looking for a beautiful bride. Amen. But anyway, if they're going to take you off to Ohio, where they're from, you can just stay here. <laughs> but uh, uh, we love you. We appreciate you. And seriously, folks, I, and I mean this with, with a pastor's heart today, especially to our young converts that sometimes lack faith or young people that lack faith from time to time. Get yourself more involved in the work of the Lord. Get yourself involved more in prayer and in Sunday school and in church, in Bible study. Because, folks, what's in this word here will help you on your journey. It'll help you in every way that you would cannot even imagine. It'll help you. And um, I love you and I thank you for being so good to preach to today, okay? You make it easy. That's why I need you here. Them other churches might come here and sit like a bump on a pickle. I need you here on Tuesday night. <laughs> Amen. I need somebody to shout for me, Joe. And the rest of you. <laughs> Amen. All right. Brother Joe Floyd, dismiss us in prayer, please.